Hello all, welcome to the Lunar Sea Spire Cartoon Fan Podcast. This is episode 312, and today we'll be talking about Youth with Dio from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I'm GC13. And I'm Isabel. So we're, uh, this is back to JoJo a little sooner than I expected, but scheduling is a strange beast, so I got mm-hmm. to, we got to continue from our to be continued a little early, and that's never a bad thing. No, it's not. You know, I watch on Crunchyroll uh, without a premium account, so there's no way that I'm going to sit through two minutes of commercials just to watch the after credit scene, so I can say with full confidence that Dio is gone and we will never have to deal with him again. <laughs> Wink to camera. <laughs> Thank goodness for JoJo Wiki, am I right? Yep. But, I mean, after credit scene or not, you have to... You have to agree, this was a pretty bad day for Dio. Oh, oh yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, Dio doesn't make a big deal out of it, but I'm just reminded of the last episode of The Secret Saturdays with Argost, very upset when the heroes show up to stop him. That was my moment! Mm. You know, he this is, you know, he becomes a monster, and how many people does he manage to kill? It doesn't even kill Jojo. I mean, he has the soul of a warrior, that Jojo. Oh, yes, for sure. <laughs> so Dio is now a vampire. And uh, they, they do a good job running through his powers uh, a little bit. I mean, we're only getting the beginnings of the powers. It's new to us as it is to him, but he is now significantly stronger than Jojo again. Oh, yeah, and uh, Speedwagon shows up again. Yes, okay. Now, uh, now that we've seen him... In episode three, I I can definitely agree that I am on Team Speedwagon. Good for him. Also, I noticed his full name is Robert E.O. Speedwagon, just like the band R.E.O. Speedwagon. So that is a direct reference. Mm. And I do love me some spicy references, so uh, they have my full approval for doing that with him. With such a major character, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, usually when you're going to name somebody that blatantly, it would be a very small character. Like a shopkeeper. <laughs> Good thing nothing bad happens to any shop owners in this episode. <laughs> I will say this, the the flashback with Dio's father in the jail with uh, the copper there, um, that was uh, maybe a little melodramatic for my liking. It uh, also makes me... What was his name? George makes me question George's judgment a little. Mm, yeah. He's so nice. Even to people who don't deserve it. Speaking of George, I mean, ouch. He put his life on the line. Mm. He's got some reflexes, though. He was how far away from Jojo when he was able to respond before he did? Oh, man. I guess he was, like, just a few feet away, and then, yeah. He crossed some distance, I thought, to get in between uh, that knife and Jojo. Yeah. But I I was curious about the significance of the ring that Mr. Brando stole from Mr. Joestar. So it is nice to see two episodes later that come up again. And I don't know, I'm just uh, having a hunch that that ring comes up later in the season. Just uh, just a hunch. That's not reading ahead in the wiki. That just seems seems like it should. But this was mostly an extended action scene towards the second half of the episode, though. And like uh, like I already said, Dio shows that he is now much stronger than Jojo. But as Dio himself explains, the, the more you beat down on Jojo, the uh, tougher he gets. Mm-hmm, for sure. 
Kind of a little bit like Metal Bat, actually. What? What's that? Uh, Metal Bat from One Punch Man. Uh, he is a oh. greaser or um, Yankee. I, I don't know what they would call him. But he's got the greaser look and a metal bat, and the angrier he gets, the stronger and more durable he becomes. Ah, okay. Classic rage. <laughs> Except Jojo doesn't get angry, he just gets results. Mm. So according to Speedwagon, uh, having three moles on your ear is a sign that you're evil? Never heard that before. I thought it was the the shop owner that said that, and he just said that the man is absurdly lucky, although he did say it was the devil's own luck, so maybe there is a certain wickedness inherent. Mm. I mean, he, he did mention his face, I believe, as well, so maybe the maybe the three moles on the ear are related to the luck, and it's the face that tells you whether he's got, like, an angel's luck or the devil's luck. Hmm. Yeah, maybe. But a speed wagon can tell us that Dio is definitely the rotten sort. I mean, as as we had already established, he could have had everything he wanted, but, like, no, he also wants to cause pain to others. That's just how he rolls. Yep. <sighs> I lament. I lament for Jojo's beautiful house, but I guess he has a bizarre adventure to go on, so he won't need that where he's headed. Oh, no, he won't. So, Jojo calling out to his father to make the flames burn hotter, and then the... Fire turns from orange to purple. I, uh, I think his father heard him. Well, I mean, the colors in the show change pretty often, so it might have just been the... I don't know. Like, <laughs> just the way the scene is. I don't know this. This is a world of some crazy magic. I can, I can believe it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the inspiration that caused Jojo to impale Dio on that statue brilliant mm, yep i liked how good jojo was using his belt to grab onto dio's like though like that was very nice shot very long belt too mm. apparently <laughs> yep big man big belt i mean watching watching jojo in the in the intro though with that uh all that energy surrounding it which episode does that happen in is that like mid-season or are we almost there oh with the. Uh... What's it called? I can't remember what it's called. Uh, the Hamon, Hamon. That's the the energy. He'll get that later. Okay, yeah. I believe that's next episode, actually. Oh, really? Okay, cool. I think so, yeah. But but as we have established, uh, there is definitely no worrying about Dio in the future. But if for some, if somehow he were to return, Jojo would probably want to have some of that. I just think it would come in handy. Oh, yeah. If only he could get away to punch somebody without getting closer, though. Seems like it would be helpful. <laughs> Joe jokes. <laughs> so the the draining of a person, a uh, person's blood to turn them into kind of a, a zombie, is that is that used more in this season? Because I'm just thinking of uh, in Helsing, where a vampire can drain somebody and turn them into a ghoul, uh, a, a mindless zombie. Much Well, actually, they have much less of a mind than this guy had. Hmm, yeah, I, I believe they can do that, yeah. Make zombies. But it, it, but Dio doesn't make that, uh, make that a habit? Hmm. Let's see, I can't quite remember, but... It doesn't strike me as the kind of series where the hero has to you know, churn through a bunch of minions. This, this is really just a heroes and villains story with nary a henchman to be found. Hmm. 
That's uh, that's what it strikes me as after three episodes, anyway. I, I get that vibe. Although I will tell you from you know either either Helsing series, uh, watching ghouls get blown apart does not get old. <laughs> so if they wanted to bring a little bit of that, I wouldn't be averse to it. Jojo seems a little too honorable to go uh, massacring through the minions, though. Not a fair fight, you see. Yeah. Okay, so one thing that's confusing me though is about the mask. Uh, Dio made a big deal about using Jojo's father's blood. I- I'm-, I'm guessing it doesn't matter whose blood. Yeah. Uh, it does matter. Well, oh, yeah, I'm wondering. So uh, we know it activates from the person's own blood. Jojo is able to activate it uh, with his own blood. Right. But. You know, the mask wasn't on anyone, so I, we've never seen it. Mm. Now, actually, I think Dio might have used that one dude's own blood on him when he activated the mask, because I don't think he was bleeding at the time when he in episode two. Hmm. You know, just fascinating things to wonder. I mean, heck, for, uh, for a second there, I was expecting Jojo to try to use the mask on himself, because he's like, oh, it unlocked his potential, you know, something about something about the brain, and I'm like, is he, is he about to try to use this on himself? I mean, Jojo isn't the brightest sometimes, but that seems a little mm. drastic even for him. Yeah. But uh, thankfully, he had other he had other plans, <laughs> which worked out better than he was hoping. I mean, he was hoping for a mutual kill, and he got a clean win. <laughs> Again, score one for the family guardian angel, I guess. <laughs> yep, putting it earned earned its keep that day. I mean, I guess this is going to be one of our uh, shorter discussions because so much of this, so much of this episode yeah. was action. It looked really good, although I will say, Crunchyroll was must have been experiencing a pretty heavy load when I watched because it was dropping more frames than it usually does. Hmm. Okay. So maybe not the most fluid experience. I guess it makes me appreciate the uh, the calm before the storm a little bit more, like the when everyone. Everyone in the audience knows what's about to happen as, you know, Dio's body is lying out there and everyone else is like, oh, you know, clearly he's already dead. Let us lament how things could have been better. I love that, uh, what is it? Dramatic irony is what it's called. Mm-hmm. The audience is just waiting for that vampire action to happen. <sighs> Poor Jojo. He, he was really kind of buying it there. Uh, at the beginning, when Dio was doing his "Let me turn myself in" spiel, I, I really liked how they uh, they they cut the you know they changed Dio's animation so they have the unrealistically colored sneering interior self, so they could uh, narrate his interior thoughts and have him look look like he was thinking. Oh yes, yes, that was a good detail. That was a very classy touch. I'm, I'm assuming it was just the same in the anime or in the manga. Because I was I was looking at the differences between the episode listed on the on the wiki, and it's like very tiny, minute differences. And it's like, okay, so this is a very faithful adaptation. I'm assuming uh, most adaptations are pretty faithful, but uh, very, this this is one of them. Anyway, guys, that's been us on Youth with Dio, the actiony fight, the first fight between Vampire Dio and uh, Sir Jonathan Joestar. Uh, join us next week. Until then. I'm GC13. And I'm Isabel. Later, everybody.
Our opening and closing music is by Mark Soto. For more cartoon-related content, please visit LunarCeasefire.com. <laughs>